Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Today's instalment of the Immortal Argument is brought to you by Fresh Graphics. You can have a look on my page. A brilliant design there is from them. Fresh with PH. Have a look at them on Instagram doing sensational things. And today, we're looking at one of my all-time favourite players, one of the great entertainers our game has ever seen, the natural Brett Kenny. Brett Kenny, the natural, what an absolute freak of our game. One of the most gifted footballers of all time. And look, Brett Kenny made his debut for the Parramatta Eels all the way back in 1980. Now, he only played a handful of games this year, and it should be noted he was playing centre in these sides too, and he would play a lot of centre in his career, mostly in the rep arena. But he did start with the Parramatta Eels 1980, playing centre. Um, and he actually loses his last four games of that, ni- of that 1980 season. Now, 1981 would be the year that Brett Kenny would burst onto the seed. And this is only his second year of first grade. You know, the first game of 1981, that was his ninth game of first grade. So he hadn't even played 10 games yet. He hadn't even played a game at 5'8 yet, which is simply incredible considering the career he went on to have. And it comes in a, about halfway through this 1981 season where uh, Parramatta, they make a decision. They move the great Steve Eller, incredibly talented footballer. They move him to centre. They swap him with Brett Kenny. He jumps in at 5'8". Plays his first game of uh, 5'8 with the Paramount Eels against Canterbury, a team that obviously they've got a huge rival with during the 80s here. Scores a try in his first game. Scores a try in his second game. Scores two tries in the game after that. So his first three weeks of 5'8". Scored four tries. Pretty impressive. Uh, up against some decent competition here. Canterbury, South Sydney, Cronulla. But as we all know, Brett Kenny, or if you don't know, if you are a little bit younger, the reason why I hold Kenny in such high regard and the reason why I always put him into this immortal argument, obviously he was extremely gifted, he was extremely talented, but I always have a lot of respect for guys that perform at their best on the biggest stages. Now, there's going to be a lot of this when I talk about Brett Kenny today, but the number one, the absolute standout thing for me with Brett Kenny was his performances on Grand Final Day 
each and every year. Brett Kenny, he would just wait around for a grand final day. He was unbelievable when the big dance came. And, you know, as I said, 1981 is his second year of first grade. And, of course, for those that don't know Brett Kenny, he would go on to win the next three premierships in a row. He would win 81, 82, and 83, all playing at 5'8". Another thing to add on top of that, in each and every grand final, he would score two tries. So three years in a row, he won the premiership. Three years in a row on grand final day, Brett Kenny scored two tries. Simply unbelievable. This is a guy, you know, by the time Brett Kenny had played four years of first grade, his resume read three premierships and two Clive Churchill medals. He won the Clive Churchill medal in 82 and 83. He went back-to-back Clive Churchill medalist those years in his third and fourth year of first grade. Simply unbelievable. Now, obviously, he had a very handy halves partner with him, Peter Sterling, who's a guy that he probably gets mentioned more in this argument, in this immortal argument, than what Brett Kenny does. And personally... I'm not sure how fair it is. I think Brett Kenny was just unbelievable. As we said, 81, he scores two tries. 82, they knock over the Manly Seagulls in the grand final there. Brett Kenny scores three tries. Then in 1983, they come back for the third time in a row and they beat the Manly Ringus Seagulls. He scores two tries again. Simply unbelievable from Brett Kenny. And then for those playing at home, and some of the older heads can probably confirm for me, I'm pretty sure the year after that, They come back to the grand final again. They play Canterbury. They lose. And I believe Brett Kenny is denied two tries on this occasion. So, you know, potentially could have been four years in a row of him playing in a grand final and scoring two tries, which... I mean, the more you think about it, the more it just boggles your mind. It is unbelievable. Of course, a couple of years later, he would return to grand final day once again. Uh, they would play Canterbury once again, and they they would defeat them that day. So Brett Kenny, I mean, it's 1986, and he's won four premierships. He only debuted in 1980. He only played a handful of games that year. So it's essentially four premierships in the first six years of his career, which is unbelievable. And as I said, Peter Sterling was his hardest partner, an unbelievable footballer, probably freed up Brett Kenny to do the stuff that he was able to do. But he was just something else, Brett Kenny. Uh, Just an incredibly talented guy. I love talking to older footy heads that were there for his entire career or guys that played against him because they just talk about Burt and how he could just do things that others couldn't. 1985, he wins the Golden Boot Award, won the Lance Todd Trophy in 1985 as well. They still talk about when he went over to England, and I think he played for Wigan, but you'd have to double-check that. I'm not exactly sure who he played for, but you, you still hear Englishmen talk about the time when Brett Kenny came over. He was unbelievable over there, and I mentioned earlier about... The reason why I love Brett Kenny and the reason why I have so much respect for him and the reason why I put him right up the top of this immortal argument is because on the biggest stages, he always performed. And, of course, we've spoken about the grand finals, three premierships in a row, four premierships altogether, six tries across four grand finals, which realistically was six tries across three grand finals in a row in which he was man of the match in two of them. Unbelievable. But it was state of origin. And the thing that stands out the most for me in his career is the way that the Queenslanders talk about him. And I always say with teams, you know, you want to pick or you want to do do, do whatever it is that makes your opposition the most uncomfortable. And I've heard numerous Queenslanders talk about you know, in the 80s, they would sit there and they would wait for the Blues to announce their team. They'd be watching it on telly or they'd be waiting for it over the radio. And every single time the New South Wales picked Brett Kenny at centre instead of 5'8", the Queenslanders celebrated. The Maroons were stoked. And for years, New South Wales did 
exactly what Queensland wanted them to do by picking this guy out of position and picking him at centre. Was he still a freakish centre? No doubt about it. He was unreal. But when he was at 5'8", he was just something else. And obviously, the man that owns the State of Origin Arena is, of course, Wally Lewis. And, you know, I, I think he's pretty... He's essentially unparalleled in that time as far as dominating origin. Of course, now we've seen the Queensland team come through. There's an argument for Thurst and Smith, some of these guys. But up until that eight in a row, which was unprecedented, you could not possibly argue that anyone dominated state of origin more than Wally Lewis. And quite often what they say is that the only man that could ever challenge him was, of course, Brett Kenny. Um, I'm having a look at, at his record here. I mean, uh, he played centre in 1983. He played two games of centre there. They lost both of them. Uh, played centre 1984, game one and game two. They lost both of those. Uh, and then he went on a 10-game streak or so playing 5-8. Then I think here they won eight out of those 10 games. So whenever Brett Kenny was in the sixth jersey, was in control of this side, New South Wales, they were a different beast. And as I said, he was regarded as the only man to be able to go head-to-head with Wally Lewis. And he quite often did get the better of Wally. There was times where uh, I think there were, I was talking to Tony Durkin the other day and um, you'd have to d- double-check the dates, but I'm pretty sure it was the 1986 tour where Wally Lewis goes on there. He plays game one of the series, doesn't go too well. He's replaced by Brett Kenny, and he can't get that jersey back. So Brett Kenny, to be able to get over the top of an immortal, an already immortal in Wally Lewis, and one of the greatest players we've ever seen right up there with the top few, I mean, it says a lot about the guy. And, you know, just the skill set he had and the instincts he had. He's one of those guys the ball would just bounce to. Uh, deceptively, incredibly fast Brett Kenny was. He had an amazing sidestep, but it really was his ability to, his ability to tell a lie with the football was unbelievable. He was the king of selling people with his eyes. You can see some of those tries in those grand finals he scores. There's one where he you know, there's a charge down, the ball bounces up, and he catches it. I believe it's against Newtown, I think. And he takes it down the sideline, and it is one of the best dummies you will ever see. He just sells it for dead. The fullback looks like an absolute idiot in that moment. And this is the sort of stuff Brett Kenny could do. As I said, I love Brett Kenny, and I would put him up in this argument. I'm not sure if he becomes an immortal for me, but he's another guy that if tomorrow he got made an immortal, there would be no pushback from me whatsoever because I think he is a guy that does deserve it. He's right in line with a number of guys that deserve it. You can't give it to everyone, but I think he's right up there solely because... Whenever State of Origin came, he performed at his absolute best. He went head-to-head with Wally Lewis and quite often came home with the Chockeys. Then we talk grand finals. He went to five grand finals. He won four of them. He scored two tries in three of them. He was man of the match in two of them, which is simply unbelievable. The amount of grand finals he was in, he was the best on the field 40% of the time. When you consider there's 26 guys on the field plus reserves, simply unbelievable, not to mention... The team he was in, of course he was in a star-studded Parramatta side. Do not get me wrong, they were all-stars. But it also means for him to be man of the match in two out of three grand finals in that side, some of the names that he had to beat to be the best on the field, simply unbelievable. We obviously mentioned his half's partner, Peter Sterling. Absolute freak. you got Mick Cronin, Steve Eller, Eric Groth, Ray Price, Peter Wynn, Steve Edge. The list just goes on and on. Of course, coached by the great Jack Gibson, I often wonder, I wonder where, 
you know, Brett Kenny would have been if he didn't have a guy like Jack Gibson as his coach, you know, one of the all-time greatest coaches of all time. And I think it's fantastic that Jack managed to land with Peter Sterling and Brett Kenny. I think it's absolute, absolutely perfect for Rugby League, a fantastic script. And I think he got the absolute best out of these two. As I said, Brett Kenny, if he got made immortal tomorrow, you would not hear any arguments from me. I think some of the younger crowd... Might raise a few eyebrows because, of course, he's one of these guys. He's like Bradley Clyde and a few other guys. He sort of, after he retired, he didn't go into media. He didn't really go into coaching. He sort of just went about his business and just did Brett Kenny. And this is what this is what made Brett Kenny who he is. He just went about his own business. So he's sort of fallen out of the limelight a little bit. And, of course, Parramatta, they haven't had too many successful years. So they've made a number of grand finals since the 86, I think 01 um, 2009 as well so occasionally you see these Brett Kenny highlights come up but just not enough for my liking an absolute freak of a footballer a guy that deserves to be an immortal solely because he always performed on the biggest stages and the biggest stages are where the biggest players stand up and each and every time Brett Kenny he stood up Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 